Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Uh, my name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans uh, biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, good morning and welcome uh, to today's episode. We got some things to talk about, mainly uh, what's going on in Ukraine. You guys may not be aware uh, that we do have troops. The United States has troops over there right now. Um, We probably weren't aware of that, but let me tell you a little bit about that. So I found this article at independentsentinel.com. I do get some notifications from them, and I just happened to key in on this one. I got it a couple days ago. Well, not a couple days ago. I got it yesterday morning. And so I wanted to uh, let you guys in on some information. This is the NSA SPOX admits U.S. troops are on the ground in Ukraine. This article is by M. Dowling. M. Dowling was posted yesterday at, once again, the IndependentSentinel.com. So it says, uh, the leaked war documents show U.S. boots on the ground and at least 100 special forces are in Ukraine. Did Joe Biden and his administration start a hot war with Russia without an authorization? We also know that Turkey, a NATO member, is on the ground. Other reports say U.S. personnel are in the embassy in Kiev. NSA spokesperson uh, John Kirby admitted we have troops providing, quote, oversight. Everything they accuse Donald Trump of doing is what Joe Biden is doing. The White House is trying to start World War III. We don't know if these documents are altered, but we do know that the Pentagon confirmed they are Pentagon documents. And so there are the documents right here. You can check it out if you want to go to Michael Tracy's Twitter page. And those are from April the 7th. You guys can check that out right there in black and white and orange. It has on here in red. Anyway. Michael Tracy tweeted, uh, should probably be emphasized that this is the first known instance of official documentary, documentary confirmation of the U.S. boots on the ground in Ukraine. It's right there in black and white. And no, those SOF personnel are not categorized as merely guarding the embassy. Goes on to say, uh, uh moves on to say sorry (laughs) i was trying to think of the author's name here i'm not dowling dowling goes on to say um on wednesday john kirby nsa spokesperson admitted there are u.s troops on the ground and the leaked documents are basically accurate but he is pretending the troops aren't merely providing oversight he downplayed it as a small u.s military presence stationed at the american embassy in kiev when pressed about the leaked documents he said to fox news and i quote i won't talk to the specifics of numbers in that kind of thing but to get to your exact question, there is a small U.S. military presence at the embassy in conjunction with the defense attaches offices to help us work on accountability of the material uh, that is going in and out of Ukraine, Kirby said, referencing the weapons and other support the U.S. has been sending to Kiev. So they're attached to that embassy and to that defense um, attache. Kirby, who was speaking on the sidelines of President Biden's trip to Northern Ireland, added that those troops are not fighting on the battlefield, unquote. Uh, he goes on to say, In addition, Fox News is told that the U.S. forces in Kiev also provide security services. I'm going to throw this in there, folks. The United States is depleting what weapons we have by sending them to Ukraine and sending them all over the world. While China is probably getting ready to attack the United States, Russia is probably getting ready to attack the United States. And what do we have? We have nothing. We're giving billions of dollars to Iran. Billions. We left billions. Billions of dollars of weaponry, high-tech weaponry, when we pulled out of Afghanistan like chickens. Remember? You guys remember that? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Or has it been so much happened that we forgot these major things that Biden and his administration has done? Whether or not Biden knows what he's doing, which everybody knows he does, and he doesn't even know where he is half the time, it is still his administration. I'm sorry, was it O Biden? Obama Biden? Um, I always get confused on that. I don't know. But anyway, the article continues. So he framed the SF troops as part of oversight uh, for American defense aid shipped into the country. The Pentagon is trying to contain the leak of secret documents on the war between Ukraine and Russia. They can't find the leaker, and they claim Russia has altered the documents in their favor. Unfortunately, we don't know if they're telling the truth about anything because we can't trust our own government anymore. So Chief Nerd uh, tweeted here, the Chief Nerd uh, on Twitter said, New, John Kirby reveals U.S. forces attacked are working, or U.S. forces are working inside Ukraine embassy, uh, confirming leaked Pentagon documents. I won't talk to the specifics of numbers and that kind of thing, but to get to your exact question, there is a small U.S. military presence in embassy. I'm going to play that. I'm not sure if you guys will be able to hear it, but I'm going to play it. Here we go. Yeah, that didn't come through. So, uh, but anyway, this talks about, uh, you know, the military presence there at the embassy. Um, they're in uh, Ukraine. So, uh, information from Donbass Davushka indicates that the hackers paralyzed 60% of NATO's electronic infrastructure and gained access to classified data. Uh, quote, we have already gained access to classified data uh, that may be of interest to Russia. This attack has become the largest for us in recent times. We can safely say uh, that it will lead to irreversible consequences and create additional difficulties for NATO countries, um, said the team leader known as Kill Milk. According to General Austin, uh, the chief of the Department of Defense, the leak from the Pentagon, quote, will have a little effect on the upcoming counteroffensive of the armed forces of Ukraine. And quote goes on to say only the military leadership of Ukraine knows the details of the spring plan of the armed forces of Ukraine. He says, I am sure uh, that they will fight the enemy and not be guided by any specific plan, Lloyd Austin said. Quote, uh, and I am fully confident that they will achieve what good leaders achieve. Ukraine has an excellent plan for launching active operations, but only President Zelensky and his entourage and the state leadership are aware of the details. So what else are you going to say? He says, Olinsky Aristikov said Ukraine's counteroffensive is 90% ready, but will not start earlier than in a month. So at the same time, Ukraine's president uh, Zelensky is accused of siphoning off $400 million for himself. That is according to Seymour Hersh. Zelensky said all exchanges between the U.S. and Ukraine are transparent. Well, was it transparent when you were giving all the money to Biden before he was president? You know, way back when. When you were giving all that money to the Clintons, you know, way back when. Oh, I don't know. Just going to throw that in there. Just, you know, guys, Ukraine, the government, not the people, not the people, but the government of Ukraine. <laughs> uh, they're just as corrupt as the United States government. We'll leave it up that. But anyway, so while all of this is going down, Joe Biden is in Ireland pretending he's Irish and staying away from the fray. You know, that poor boy. He don't know his. I'm just going to leave it up. I was going to say a Texas slang, but I was like, no, not nice. That's not very nice to say. So anyway, moving right along. So just do it. Yeah, just drop brands that pay Dylan Mulvaney to mock women. The dude looks like demonic. I'm looking at this thing at Nike at Nike women uh, looks. Oh, my gosh. She looks demonic. Anyway, uh, this article is by Joy Stockbauer uh, from the Washington Stand. It was posted on the 11th of April. And I had recorded an entire podcast. You got this is Saturday evening. I did an entire podcast, not entire, but about 20 minutes, 25 minutes um, on Friday. 
I went to edit and uh, after, you know, I had edited one and then I went to go edit the other one. So when I got off the mic, I had a phone call and I jumped back on. Well, it didn't pick up my mic mic, this my my podcasting mic. It picked up my webcam mic. And so it sounded beyond terrible, terrible. And so I couldn't use that, any any of that. And so I'm having to re-record um, this episode. And so I do apologize because there was some really good stuff really good stuff that was on there and now you know i just talk on a whim so it's not like you know i'm writing this stuff down so anyway so anyway this article says in the last week trans identifying activist dylan mulvaney a man who dons makeup and dresses while documenting his journey to quote girlhood unquote on social media announced paid partnerships with Bud Light and Nike. Thankfully, it appears that the more companies that hire Mulvaney to parody women in order to sell their product, the more ire they draw as Americans become increasingly fed up with corporate trans activism. Folks, I am beyond fed up with it. I am beyond. When are we going to start talking with our pocketbooks? Okay, the left does it all the time. The left boycott everything everything now i know as conservative folks we all have jobs pretty much we work very hard for our money uh, are you going to keep giving it to these people like i don't advocate drinking beer but if i did it sure would not be bud light okay back in my day we drank no just kidding <laughs> go to the mountains no just kidding i'm not saying they're any better but yeah i'm just saying uh, i wouldn't be drinking bud light and you have all these people on these leftists and i saw uh i was a post by oh a classic rock radio station and they had posted kid rock and a couple of those that were you know um disparaging um bud light over their actions uh in partnerships with advertising demise i would say because their stock is plummeted uh but anyway and uh, so they're all making fun of all these like you have all these people speaking with their keyboards right then if you were to see them on a street corner they'd probably cower and run from me but behind a keyboard oh boy they're warriors right oh yes and so um anyway so you listen to all this garbage but i'm gonna tell you something so here's the big kicker so um bars large bars and venues like that are pulling their um stock they don't want they're canceling their bud uh budweiser deliveries they don't want bud in their establishment so that is going to hurt budweiser because budweiser sells to these large venues and if uh the owners of these large beer uh consuming establishments will say or not wanting their product in their establishments well guess what that's gonna hurt bud because that's gonna hit bud where their pocketbook is and so um guys i haven't i haven't bought a pair of nikes and oh my goodness years years and years and years and nikes were my favorite um brand of shoe back in the day and haven't i haven't bought a pair in forever forever and so the last pair that i bought were adidas i bought and i bought some reeboks i take that back i don't buy shoes very often I very seldom buy anything for myself um, very often. And if I do, I, I, I have to research everything to find the cheapest one. And I don't know why I do that. I just, I don't know why. I guess I just do. But if I buy something for somebody else, it's got to be the best. <laughs> doesn't matter how much it costs. But if it's for me, it's, yeah, it doesn't matter, right? I've always been like that. But anyway, so I haven't bought my Nike in forever. So it's about time that we start putting our money where our mouth is, right? So they say, they say whatever they want to. If they want to, if they all them leftist folks and they think this is perfectly fine, let them buy all their product. Okay, but for us, it's time that we stop the insanity. 
Look, I know the Lord Jesus is coming back and he's going to come and take us out of this craziness. Okay, we know that this wicked world, we know Christ is coming. But until he comes, we are to stand. We are to stand firm in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are to be the light of Christ. Okay, now, if we are acting in accordance with we're at, so when when you get saved that's not the end of everything that's not the end you're you're brand new creature in christ but if that was all that was for us to do well christ would take us home right at that moment but he didn't he's left us here for a reason we are to be the light to show people christ we are to be more and more christ-like in our journey right that's what it's all about he's molding us to be you know like him and so what is it what would it say to somebody i think about this like okay the apostle paul okay when they were buying meat in the market okay it was made back then you couldn't even buy meat that hadn't been sacrificed to idols and so you know at that time it said like to the younger christians that were coming out of that well what was it saying to them when they were going in buying this meat and eating it because christ it's okay you can do that if you pray over it everything is good you give thanks to god and that's fine but to these new christians it's kind of showing them like you know causing them to fall backwards into their sin and so the apostle paul said hey you know if you're around whatever okay so what I'm, the point i'm trying to make here is what does it say if we as christians go out and buy all of these products okay we are literally slapping I, I think we're like spitting in the face of god when we do that we're giving these people money uh and here they are mocking our god they're mocking the god of this of this universe they're mocking god almighty and we're just giving them money oh whatever oh you know it's just whatever but i like those shoes so i'm gonna buy them really really go find go go buy some under armor or something you know i, I like under armor now i start supporting them you know but mm, i'm just saying it's time for us to put our money where our mouth is right so he goes on to say, he goes, um, in a post advertising for Bud Light, Mulvaney played into his typical strategy of utilizing offensive tropes about women in his attempt to disguise himself as one. The influencer feigned ignorance about what March Madness is, writing, Happy March Madness just found out this has to do with sports and not just saying it's a crazy month. The partnership has sparked immense controversy and calls for boycotts. Uh, one Twitter user shared, quote, we just refused our Bud Light orders for for my liquor store we are pulling it from our shelves we are not the only ones according to our reps uh they said it's bad of course the reps would because you know they make commission on those sales the same so bud light's willingness to promote a figure who deeply offends women has also drawn public backlash from celebrities musical artist kid rock took to social media to share a video of himself outside shooting up a pack of bud light with a gun it was an AR-15, I do believe. Anyway, uh, likewise, music star Travis Tritt uh, shared, I will be deleting all Anheuser-Busch products from my tour, Hospitality Writer. He says, uh, I know long, I know many other artists who are doing the same. He added, other artists who are deleting Anheuser-Busch products from their Hospitality Writer might not say so in public for fear of being ridiculed and canceled. He says, I have no such fear, and quote. Of course he does it because most people who go to see Travis Tritt uh, don't give a rat's butt about this trans crap, and we're all of them are fed up with it. He goes on to say, of course Bud Light is not the only popular brand to face backlash this week for beginning a pay partnership with Mulvaney. He posted a series of photos and videos of himself prancing around his backyard barefoot wearing Nike leggings and a Nike sports bra, revealing that he is Nike's women's latest partner. Folks, when... 
when are women going to stand up and say, what the crap? What the crap? You know, my niece is a phenomenal basketball player, a phenomenal basketball player, okay? And then her little sister, my younger niece, is a phenomenal basketball player, okay? Both of them strong women, and I guarantee you what she, I mean, they're both phenomenal. But my, my oldest niece, and I don't give, I won't give their names at all because, you know, hey, <laughs> anyway, but you can go watch her in a game, I'm guessing. Anyway, she's in Southern California. You'll be watching her in college. I can guarantee you that and probably po- pro too. But um, she's worked her entire life. I remember she's like a little bitty three, like bouncing, you know, basketball. So she was like, this is, you know, boom, it's her passion. And you want to tell me if she goes into college or she's competing and there's some dude out on the court. You want to tell me that's fair? Do you want to tell me that it's fair? What if he elbows her in the face? We better we hope your Aunt Heather is not there because I'll come on the court and beat some ass is what I would do. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is ridiculous. When did they think it's okay for men to complete? Who in the right mind thinks that is fair? They talk about equality for women, but it's not equality, you guys. It's equity. There is a huge difference between equality and equity. They don't push equality. They push equity. You need to open up your ears and listen, you guys. I know we are listening, but there's the rest of the world is not. They think this is perfectly fine. They think it's fine. I'll tell you what, if they want to compete with women on the court, I say Neil. I'm just saying if you're in the post position hey oops sorry about that ref (laughs) you know i'm just saying it's not fair it is not fair it is asinine it's ridiculous we live in a fallen world in the insanity of it all and these people think it's fine everybody's like this this is perfectly normal what's wrong with you christians you you phobist you whatever they just make up words you know and we're just like what can you not see what you're doing? But anyway, like I said, they had the, uh, what is it, the trans whatever bullcrap reading and those drag queen, drag queen reading in one of our libraries here on 6th Street uh, and, and, and Amarillo. We have a very large community of these folks here. And this mother brought her two kids to it in the picture. I'm not kidding you. That was in the Amarillo Globe News. These kids are looking at this thing like, what in the freak thing is this? And the parents are like, this is so great. My children are looking at this demonic creature. And like, you know, it is wicked, people. Putting children through that is child abuse. Child abuse. Do you guys remember back in the day, Chester, the molester who drove the van? You guys remember all that? Your mom was like, don't talk to strangers. Don't take candy from strangers. You know, what if something like that was to walk up to us when we were a kid? The one that's on the, had horns on its head. He had horns. He was wearing horns. He had beard. He had ma- He looked like a freak. I'm just, I'm just going to say it. What if something like that would walk up to us when we were little kids and six years? Do you think your parents would have been okay with it? I know my parents sure that hecky darn would not have been okay with that. But today, they're like forcing children to accept this. There's, this is child abuse. This, when you tell people, when you make children accept stuff like this, when they know there's something wrong with it, you could tell by every kid's face that was sitting there looking at these people, like they knew there was something wrong with them. But when you force them to say that that's okay, honey, little Johnny, you need to accept this, well, you're putting them in a very dangerous, dangerous position, okay? There are a crap load of pedophiles out there. And I guarantee you, if a drag queen, why do they want to perform in front of children? Has anybody ever really thought to answer that question? Has anybody ever thought to ask that question? Why would you want to perform in front of children? 
Why? What's wrong with you? Think about it, you guys. Think about that. But when you put your children in these positions and you make them accept stuff like this, you are confusing them. You're confusing them. You're setting them up to be groomed by these pedophiles. You need to think about it. I'm just saying people think about what's going on. Whether you're a Christian or not, you know there's something wrong with that. But I'm going to end with it because my blood pressure is like, whew, you know. <laughs> but it just makes me mad that we're putting our children um, in these situations and they should not be in these situations. And another thing, Biden uh, taking away title, whatever, uh, for the schools, they can't get funding or whatever um, scholarships and all this crap because if they let, if they don't let trans compete against women, look 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 old man why don't you just go back to your basement okay uh we all know you're not running this country anyway but i'm bad you guys i'm sorry but i am uber mad i'm like i i just can't understand these things these things that are going on i just absolutely can't see how any parent in their right mind would think that that is normal and that they, they should put their children uh in front of these folks and they think oh just come on just come on little jimmy come on little jenny let's go little jane really folks I will tell you, uh, I was a criminal justice major, and I can tell you the recidivism rate for pedophiles is 98.9%, which means they'll go back and they will do it again and again and again, okay? Now, TDCJ, most, uh, I think all of them nationwide, have said that this uh, castration, chemical castration, okay, is... Um, it's too inhumane to do to inmates, to do to pedophiles. They said it's too inhumane. We can't do that. But I'm going to tell you something. They will do it to little boys who want to be girls. They think that is okay. Do you understand what you're doing to children, what you're doing to these young women and to these young boys, what you're doing when you chemically castrate these boys, when you cut off women's breasts, or kids, they're not women, they're girls. What? Are they, what? You have no idea what you're doing to them long term. And you want to know why their suicide rate is so high. While you're out here shoving this garbage on these kids and telling them that this is okay. And you're forcing them into their... These kids don't choose this. Society is forcing them into this. And it should make every single one of us irate. I read Jesus said it would be better for you if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the depths of the sea for you to hurt one of these little ones. And so that doesn't just mean whatever. That means all of the stuff that the society is forcing down these children on TV, on television, on cartoons, on education in our school system is everywhere every freaking where we look they're shoving in our kids or shoving it in our face and so jesus said it would have been better if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown to the depths of the sea for the need to do this to these children where are the christians where are we to stand up and say what is going enough is enough enough is enough get your kids out of these wicked wicked cesspool schools get them out get them out i just Oh my gosh, this infuriates me. Thank God for people like DeSantis who will stand up in Florida. He stood up to Disney. He stood up to, Folks, there are people who are out there and we need to support them, wholeheartedly support them. We need to get behind these folks. Now look, I know Jesus is coming soon. I know he is coming to take us home. But while we are still here, while we're still here living, breathing, 
telling people about the gospel, tell people about the truth of Christ. We need to be standing up for the children. We need to be standing up. For, and these are, they can't speak for themselves. They can't stand up for themselves. You guys are kids. It's time for us to stand up and push back against this wickedness while we can't pray against this tidal wave of wickedness. Like I, I know that the tribulation that's coming is going to be hell on earth. Christ is pouring out his judgment on this world and Satan is having the heyday. He has got like artificial intelligence. He's going to be running everything. Uh, we see the war is getting ready to start in uh, Israel right now. Folks, this is uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39. We're on the cusp. We're on the, I mean, just boom, it could happen like in, at any moment. The Bible said Damascus would be no more. It's going to be destroyed. Nobody will ever inhabit it again. That has not happened yet, but it is prophesied to happen and it will the bible says it's going to happen it will happen it will happen just like the bible says folks all the nations are in uh, alignment as the bible says in ezekiel 38 and 39 and they're on the verge on the verge of all that war with israel we need to pray for israel we need to pray for this nation we pray for our children pray for our friends folks this is this is yeah this is what we're here for our offensive weapon is prayer and it is mighty before god we need to pray we need to pray scripture and we need to pray to god we need to pray in the spirit if you pray in the spirits pray in the spirit folks um this is the time we don't need to be um netflix binge what garbage i don't care pick your bible and i'm telling talk to myself too we need to all get in the word of god we need to be reading our bible we need to be putting on uh the helmet of salvation we have got to put on armor of christ which is ephesians 6 11 if you guys uh are not aware of that uh today is the day we have got to make the stand for christ we have to we have to, no matter what it costs us, no matter what, what are they going to mock us, kill us, what are they going to do? Jesus said, don't fear the ones that can kill your body, okay, but fear him who can not only kill your body, but cast you into hell as well. So, folks, you know, we need to have, like, I see people all the time, they think God um, is like a genie in the bottle. You know, like, whatever, he's like, you know, my papa, my papa, my, my homie, whatever. Let me tell you something. We are to have a fear, a reverence for God Almighty, and we have lost that in this nation. We I don't know about the rest of the nation, but I'm speaking from the United States of America. We have lost that. And I'm not saying all of us, but as society, as this heretical, blasphemous society has lost reverence for Almighty God, Almighty God, who created the heavens, He created the earth, He created you, He created every thing he is mighty mighty awesome and he is going to pour his wrath on this world on this unrepentant world this world has not has rejected his son and what his son has done folks i'm telling you it is time it's time to uh, get back into the awe of God. It is time to get that reverence back. We need to fall on our face before him and just repent of our sins and ask him to please help us, to please help us in this fight against this evilness in this world today. But anyway, sorry guys. You know me, I go out on a tangent, but it just absolutely, absolutely infuriates me. 
and I'll go on with this this um, article. <laughs> he goes, he says, um, it should go without saying that squeezing male genitals into a pair of leggings isn't exactly a selling point for the women who were actually intended to use the product. Nor are women tempted to purchase a sports bra after seeing it modeled on the chest of a male who has no idea what quality the bra needs in order to be functional or comfortable for breasts. She goes on to say, women and men with common sense are sick of watching woke corporate activism destroy brands that they once used every day. This is why a quick research for quote Nike on Twitter shows a barrage of frustration and cause for boycotting the company rather than mass support for the decision to platform Mulvaney. This is why both Nike hates women and hashtag boycott Anheuser-Busch are trending on social media as everyday Americans rally together to express their frustration at being forced to make a political statement with which they disagree if they drink the beer or wear the clothing they've already purchased. There is no doubt that noise is being made. The question is, is it loud enough to drown out the woke siren song that has ensnared so many mainstream companies? Are conservatives and like-minded individuals willing to make long-term changes to their spending habits to ensure that corporate America receives a message loudly and clearly? Not about you guys, but I am making that decision Absolutely. So there it goes. Uh, it is worth noting that some of the most traditionally conservative platforms are betraying the truth by caving to the new language of the left. Fox News' coverage of Mulvaney's new partnership with Nike frames him as a trans woman and uses female pronouns to describe him, saying she now has a paid partnership with Nike that has her modeling its sports bras on social media, unquote. I have long since quit watching Fox News. I haven't watched Fox News in years. Now, I do like um, I do like Tucker Carlson, and that's pretty about it. Hannity's okay. But anyway, oh. sorry, folks. I ran into Raven. Had to have some more coffee. Anyway, he goes on to say, um, how can conservatives hope to form a united front against the trans oppression of women when even right-wing media cowers away from reporting the truth? If such outlets aren't careful, they may find themselves facing the same backlash and rejection as other woke corporate entities. In order for boycotts uh, and calls to action to achieve real change, we must sacrifice a luxury that has become all too commonly expected in our modern American lives convenience researching recording and keeping tabs on companies with a demonstrated history of con contradicting your values is inconvenient returning gifts that you've already purchased choosing new favorites for your pantry and changing the brands that once defined your personal style is all inconvenient however the momentary inconveniences that it takes to send a message to corporate america radical activists and the legislators who take their cues from both pales in comparison to the tragedy of allowing eternal truths about biological sex and the beautiful uh, reality of being male or female to be raised in the public square if you're considering boycotting brands that sponsor Dylan Mulvaney's hateful mockery of women, it's time to take a page out of Nike's book and just do it. Folks, it was originally published in the Washington Stand, and you can catch it there, or you can catch it at prophecynewswatch.com. Once again, that was by Joy Stockbauer, and uh, what an awesome article she wrote. Guys, it's just demonic. It is condescending to women. They're mocking women. They're mocking God. And if we continue to give these folks our 
money well you know i don't really know what to you know it's it's not going to get any better we're just giving them more money you give them your money and they take your money and then they pay for advertising like that wickedness so anyway uh you know what else i'm not sure what other headlines we could talk about after that one but anyway anyway it goes it says is it time to panic yet over the state of uh, america that's an american thinker um article and uh, it's getting pretty dang close he goes i wish i could listen to russia's and an- uh, analyzing today's news oh, i miss rush anyway including former president trump's indictment the war without reason in ukraine the dollar losing its reserve status a militant transgender movement and a host of other issues leading many of us to begin a new transition uh, from concern to panic guys i may talk about that man yana oh did you guys hear about this minneapolis becomes first major u.s city to allow all five muslim daily prayer calls yes yes folks that happened uh the minneapolis uh city council voted unanimously to amend the city's noise ordinance which had prevented some morning and evening calls at certain times of the year because they occurred at times of the day uh when tighter noise restrictions are in place so if you live in minneapolis why no just kidding there's a lot of folks that live there jen markel uh one of my favorites um yes so many from miss bachman michelle bachman so lots of folks live there in uh minneapolis which is so sad it is so corrupt and it is uh what they did um oh god burning all that seven miles seven miles folks I don't know about you guys, but I think it might be time to get out of Minneapolis. Just saying. So a flood is coming. The approaching global storm. Folks, that's the latest radio program from Jan Markell. And she had Jeff Kinley on. And uh, she goes, Jan Markell spends the hour with Jeff Kinley. Noah's Ark is a, oh, goodness gracious. I'm sorry, guys. Noah's Ark is a type of Christ in the rapture as it saved the righteous. How do our days reflect the days of Noah? There are consequences to the gravity of depravity. God is getting ready to judge again in the tribulation outlined in Revelation. And you can find Kinley's book, As It Was in the Days of Noah, warnings from Bible prophecy about the coming global storm. Uh, on her online store there at olivetreeviews.org. Guys, you can watch that video on YouTube. Um, back in the day, when we, she wasn't on YouTube and all this stuff, we had the radio program, and that's how I found her, praise God. All of those years ago, like in 2004 and five. I'm so thankful for Jan Markell. If you email her with questions, she will email you back. She is a wonderful, wonderful warrior for God um, and his kingdom. And I thank thank God for her. Uh, check out her on YouTube or Rumble or you can go to olivetreeviews.org and check it out too. But that's going to be a fantastic program. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch it. I think it was uh, uploaded Friday, I do believe. And uh, yes, Friday, April the 14th at 7 a.m. Guys, get on there and check it out. So why America's elites grovel before communist China? Why? we may find out tomorrow so guys with that i'm going to get off of here this evening and uh i really am <laughs> one shot one shot tonight anyway uh the southern hospitality we gotta go gotta go gotta go no really seriously guys um so but anyway with that guys I, i'm serious oh man get into the word of god let the word of god get into you and maranatha lord jesus 
Maranatha. Father God, I thank you so much for everybody that listens to this program. And Father, I ask that you would strengthen them and give them boldness during this time to stand for your word, stand for you, Father, and to not back down in this culture of this, this Romans 1 culture. Father God, give us grace, give us mercy, Father. And most of all, Lord, give us your word and may your Holy Spirit lead us and guide us and to show us who you would have us go and speak to. And Father, I just thank you for them and ask that you would bless them and keep them strong, Lord. And I ask you all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you as we await the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs>